0: and welcome to UX Shortcast. Every day, I handpick the hottest articles from the last 24 hours to bring you the coolest and most exciting updates. Get ready for a quick yet catchy snapshot of what's new and buzzing in user experience. Ready to get inspired? Let's jump in. Today, on February 14th, I have the pleasure of inviting you to another episode of UX Shortcast. Connor Joyce, in their piece, Designing Gen AI-enhanced features for UX Collective talks about making apps smarter so they work better for you. Imagine having a helper in your phone that can fix your typos, give you a jumpstart on writing stuff, or even turn a long article into a short summary. It's like having a mini-expert in your pocket that can also make things more personal for you, like getting messages that feel like they're just for you. This tech is just getting started, and it's all about making your online tools easier and more helpful. In the piece, A Four-Step Framework for Crafting Meaningful Designs by Bora from the UX Collective, it's like a guidebook for making designs that make sense and look good. Here's the lowdown. 1. Content. Think about what you want to say. It's like planning what to pack for a trip. 2. Structure. Organize your stuff so you can find it easily. It's like mapping out your route. 3. Layout. Decide where to put everything. It's like setting up your campsite for easy living four style jazz it up with colors and fonts it's like choosing the right hat for a sunny day the big idea don't just start painting the barn red first figure out what you're storing inside how to arrange it and then make it look sharp it saves you a headache and makes sure your barn ain't just pretty but also does the job right In The Features Investors Want Are Not the Ones Your Users Need by Lindsay M. West-Wallace, the main point is that companies are too focused on what'll make them quick money instead of what's actually good for the people using their products. Think of it like fishing; They use shiny lures, fancy features, to attract big fish, investors. But that doesn't help the smaller fish, everyday users, who actually need something different to bite. Wallace says tech companies are cutting jobs in user experience, UX, which is all about making things better for the user, because they're too busy trying to please the big-money folks. But if companies keep ignoring what regular people need, they won't last long. It's like selling a tool that looks fancy but doesn't do the job right. Folks won't keep buying it. Wallace argues we should care about making money, sure, but not at the expense of making stuff that's truly useful for people. In Six and a Half Philosophies for Experience Design and Innovation, Ross Dillon shares some deep thoughts about how to make things that really work for people. Imagine a city. It's not just buildings and roads, it's like a stage where life's drama plays out. That's the first big idea. The second is about balance, like Goldilocks not too much control, not too little. Then he talks about making sure whatever you design fits well with where it's going to be used, like a car that feels right to drive. He also says that how something looks should make sense for what it does. Think about a comfy chair. It's gotta look and feel inviting to sit in. Next, he dives into how everything's connected, like in a busy market. It's a bit messy, but it all works together. And don't forget about talking and writing. Words are super important to share ideas and make things clear. Lastly, Dylan asks us to think hard about whether what we're making is really helping or just adding to the mess. It's all about designing with a purpose and not just for the sake of making something new. So, designers gotta be thoughtful and aim to make life better, not more complicated. In Designer Don't Fall in Love with Your Project, Raquel Picaris advises designers not to get too attached to their work. She points out that while design is a personal and creative process, getting too possessive can be a problem. As designers, we pour our hearts into our projects, making them feel like our own, but we need to remember they're not just for us. We have to be open to feedback and changes and not treat our designs like they're our children. Ultimately, our designs are for others to use and for solving problems, not just for us to admire. So while we should be passionate about our work, we shouldn't let it define us or become too precious to change. Dinesh Samala, over at UX Planet, just dished out his top picks for AI tools that'll give your design work a serious boost in 2024. Here's the lowdown. 1. ReCraft. This one's a powerhouse for making images pop with different styles and vectors. 2. Galileo AI. It's like a design wizard spitting out sleek, clean UI designs that'll surprise you. 3. UiZard. Imagine building a UI with just drag and drop. It's quick, but it's no replacement for Figma. Whimsical. Your go-to for making flowcharts and wireframes without breaking a sweat. 5. AI collars. A no-brainer for whipping up color schemes that'll make your designs shine. 6. Chroma AI. Like a color psychic, it figures out what you like and keeps the hits coming. 7. Fontjoy. Mixing and matching fonts is a breeze with this tool. 8. F-I-G-G-P-T. It's the Swiss Army knife for Figma, making design filling and tweaks easy. Dinesh is stoked to share these finds with fellow design buffs, so give him a whirl and amp up your game. In the piece, Where Does Production Fit Within the Design Cycle? by Pedro Canjena, the main idea is that making stuff for products, like designs and prototypes, isn't just about following orders. It's about being creative and solving problems. The old role of a production artist who just did what they were told is changing. Now with tools like design systems, automation, and AI, designers can work faster and smarter. They're not just making things. They're thinking strategically about how to make them better. The article suggests that designers should be seen as partners in the process, not just workers doing a task. Kenhenha ends by saying that working together well leads to success, just like Henry Ford once said about partnership. In Why Designers Fail to Integrate into Agile Teams, Jorge Valencia talks about the struggles designers have fitting into teams that use a fast-paced work style called Agile, especially a type called Scrum. Agile is all about quick updates and changes, but it can be too rigid and doesn't leave much room for the creative and research parts of design. Valencia found that Scrum was made by engineers, not designers, which is why it's tough for design work that needs more time and thought. He suggests using other agile methods that are better for design, like Lean UX, and emphasizes the importance of teams working together and valuing each other's skills to make better products. Thank you for listening and I invite you to another dose of knowledge tomorrow.